Beer with the boys. Beer, 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 boys. Beer with the boys. Meet the boys. I heard it that time. All right, That's cool. beautiful. Yes, yes. So, welcome to Beer with the Boys, the happy hour episode. We're recording this on the 1st of December. We made it to the last month of 2020. Holy shit, we did it. And uh, we, uh, it can't come too soon. 2021 can't come too soon. Agreed. Agreed. But at least we have that funky beat, you know, to, to introduce us. That was a real funky beat. I almost wanted to lay down some rhymes. Hell yeah. Over that. <laughs> Hell no. yeah. Wait. Hey. <laughs> so we kept it kind of a secret. He talked himself into it. That's a new voice that we have. We have a new co-host for today. <laughs> Rapper, vlogger, influencer, uh, philanthropist, educator, artist. M- um, musician. Musician, champagne drinker. <clears throat> Mr. Tommy Conquest, how the hell are you? I'm great. I'm great, especially since I have all those new titles. All the titles. You're going to get like eight more by the time this episode is over. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Need two yeah, business so we, cards just to fit all of it on there. <laughs> just, you got to get like three business cards per person. <laughs> that you hand out. There you go. Um, so perhaps... I mean, you're definitely in our top three most most famous guests of all time. Um, I, you might be number one. I don't we'll know. We'll have to check by the, the, end of the... the Instagram followers at some point. Yeah, Instagram followers, I think you might be number one. You are the only one that has Spotify released music, though. So, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah, Love that's it. huge. That's huge. So, um, so we'll, 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 give you a, we'll give you a minute here to introduce yourself, but... For everyone, this is still a happy hour episode. I know we haven't had a guest in, in, in quite some time, uh, but we're still going to have the rules, an hour on the clock, talk to talk. It's going to be more interview style today, and, uh, and and we'll just go from there. So so with that, um, I'll start the clock. Why don't you give give a little intro on, 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 on who you are? Cool. Uh, so, yeah, I'm Tommy Conquest. Um, musician from Milwaukee area. Um, I create hip hop R&B music, been doing this for a while. Um, I also am an educator as uh, Jake had um, mentioned. Um, So I do that as well. Um, You know, just trying to find the best of both worlds to be able to uh, create the music that I love to make and then also be uh, someone who can uh, be an influence in the community. I think that's really important. And trying to find um, how to tie those both in has kind of been my life's mission. Yes, we love it. We love it. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I hope that sums it up. No, I was, that I'm not sure. Was I supposed to do the three? No, we'll, 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 we'll do that right now. So the, the shotgun start. Now, instead of us doing it, you got to do it. Okay. And uh, so it's three quick things, and you can obviously have explanations for them, but three things that you've recently tried new or are are planning on trying new in the not-so-distant future here. So three things could be anything. Okay, cool. Um, So like a shotgun, I'm assuming I have to do this real fast. So (laughs) As fast as you can. uh, 
Um, so one thing that I've been trying new is I've been drinking champagne a lot because oh. um, I recently realized it's really cheap. I always thought it was expensive. <laughs> um, one thing that I uh, did one time is that champagne is actually, um, I, I guess, a very popular brand. Didn't know that it was the same as sparkling wine. So I was buying champagne this entire time, which is a very expensive brand of, of sparkling wine, basically. So I was spending $39 a bottle. Jesus. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I'm never buying champagne again because, you know, of how expensive it was. But been buying champagne from Aldi. That's the plug for you. $6 a bottle. That's it. Real cheap. Um, and it's delicious. Is, is this an every night thing? Uh, <laughs> There's a couple glasses of champagne and every day is a celebration please, now. Please don't judge me. I, it's <laughs> There's no judgment time. in the quarantine. <laughs> you can drink as much as you want. There's no judgment. I kind of go back and forth with the uh, champagne and the wine. Um, All right. Do you get the Aldi like wine too? too? I love my beer. Do you get your Aldi wine too? The box for like $8 lasts you a whole week? Oh, I don't. I the winking tried owl. You got to get the boxed one. It's great. Get the box. Okay. It's the winking nope. owl. If you like, they got a red and a white. Yeah, winking owl, some good stuff. Even I like that. Heck yeah. Super Sweet. cheap and like for a whole box. It's like four bottles of wine for eight bucks. Can't See, we're that. really putting them on game with this. All the all, all the these liquor is like low key, delicious. Like their beer's even good. I've bought that before. Yeah. Yeah. All these great. Yeah. It's underestimated. Then appreciated. Stupid. The random aisle of stuff that doesn't make any sense, but it's there. No. You're like, oh yeah, I, got, I need a second air fryer because it's yeah. here and it's twenty bucks. Why not? I always uh, check out that aisle. Yeah. I got toilet paper from Aldi one time. It literally lasted me about six months of the quarantine here. I ain't kidding. I bought it in April. Finally ran out of it about a month ago. See, it's insane. Aldi, Aldi is where it is at. It's. A, Nobody can dishonor. Oh, one other Aldi thing you have to try is the the buffalo chicken uh, pizzone. Ooh, yeah. Putting it on my grocery list. I don't know if they call it a pizzone. Pizzone or calzone? Pizzone is just a pizza. Hut. I'm just trying to get pizza to make a buffalo chicken <laughs> pizzone because it would be a calzone. A calzone. <laughs> you put it in the oven, it comes out crispy and tastes good. Okay. It's excellent. Aldi. We are we are in no way affiliated with Aldi unless they want to be affiliated with us. <laughs> I'll take yeah, a we gift thought card. we were doing a commercial. <laughs> we just really love it. Okay, so if Aldi wants to hire us and approach us for a deal, great. Sounds we're good. really cheap. It doesn't take much. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they got oh, they got the little like ice cream cups like you used yes. to have in like elementary school with the wooden yeah. little spoon. They have a package of them for like five bucks. Yeah. About 24 of them for five. Oh, my God. So a T-shirt and a pack of them, and we'll be good. Maybe a couple bottles of champagne. That's all we need. That's all we need. All these spokespeople. And then buffalo chicken pizzones. Yeah, the pizzones. <laughs> Don't forget the pizzones. All right. As you can see, this is kind of how the day, how, how, how it goes. You say one thing at the <laughs> shotgun start, we go on a yeah. tangent for about five minutes. So <laughs> what, what what's number two for you on your second <laughs> glass of champagne? For sure, for sure. Uh, number two. Um, so yeah, you know, during this time, um, I have, I've never been one to really, um, you know, be sort of, um, spiritual, I guess. Um, but you know, this quarantine time has definitely made me reflect a lot. 
Um, and I've been doing like a little bit of meditation, you know, just trying to stay calm, just trying to, you know, connect with myself. And it's been, you know, it's hard to stick to because to, to be honest, nobody wants to just sit there <laughs> and no, get into that sure. zone. You know, it That's doesn't great. sound very appealing, but once you get into it, it it's really, uh, it's really nice to like wind down from a day. So I've been trying that too. I know I'm sounding like an old man and not like a rapper <laughs> at all. <laughs> There's gotta be rappers that meditate. Yeah, That's the absolutely. one thing I've always said I wanted to try but never do because it just it's like when am I just gonna be able to sit down? I don't know yet. Gotta find that yeah. time. That, that, and that's the that's the process of it is, is forcing yourself to sit down. Yep, that's man. that's the big forcing yourself to actually take some time and actually think about stuff, think about your life, mm-hmm. and, and 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 everything. I I did it for a little bit, and I I got I, you know I got like a month in, and then stopped doing it and whatnot. But it's uh it's it, it, it's it is nice when you're not you know. When, when you can do that and take some time, especially in our busy lives, to sit down five minutes even and just sit there and just let things happen. Let those thoughts happen. Let them come and see what comes and and and, 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 and go from there. So meditations, it's a it's a it's it's a wonderful thing and something that everybody should try to fit into their life in some way. But at the same time, some people meditate while taking a shit. Like, you know, yeah. it, always, it, it all goes together. I guess it is, you can do that. Does exactly. It it's like, count. it's like, it's like intermittent fasting. It's like a lot of people intermittent fasting without realizing that they're doing it. And I think a lot of people do meditate, not to the extent that, that you are by any means and not to an extent that a lot of people are, but a lot of people just do it without it even recognizing that they're actually doing it. And, uh, and even if it's just like, in the in the morning when you're just laying in bed for that five minutes before you actually get up mm-hmm. technically you're meditating in a sense so don't and, take uh, your phone to the bathroom well, so yeah, you can meditate <laughs> exactly exactly um oh yeah awesome all right what third third um so yeah i guess my last thing um i don't know if you guys have been peeping it i peeped um, it following but you know for sure been doing my own sort of vlog Yes, um, lately that's been new for me, um, in Tommy Conquest world. Um, <clears throat> so I've been kind of putting together um, this short docu series of who Tommy Conquest is, what projects are to come, um, you know, why I am the way that I am as an artist, and what's kind of important to me, what are my values, um, and what I want to do with the work. Um, and, and the music that I'm putting out, what kind of message I want people to be able to receive. Um, so that's been new for me. I really enjoy it. I really love it. And it's something that I was scared to do, I think, at first. You know, as these things go, anything that's new, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're afraid to to kind of take that first leap of faith. But, you know, it's gotten really good reception. People have been open to it. And I think... Um, you know, if there's anything that you want to ever try like that, just I'm speaking generally to the audience, you just got to be genuine with it um, and go for it, really. Um, so some some things aren't going to be perfect, you know, um, but, you know, you'll learn as you go. So, like, oh, yeah. I guess in the in the theme of trying things new, um, go check out that um, blog. Uh, it's called Boys Can Wear Flowers. Um, it's on YouTube, and um, you can learn a little bit more about Tommy Conquest 
Um, and then, you know, also you'll probably hear a little bit more about me tonight, some more personal things <laughs> as we share. We're getting deep, don't um, worry. <laughs> it's happening. That's, that's what I love to hear, but it's not worth having a conversation if we're not getting deep, right? So Right. <clears throat> well, that was the shotgun start. Thank you for, for taking that on head on and being put on the spot. We appreciate it. Yes, and, 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 and coming back with those, getting off, caught off guards and, and going on tangents and still keeping composure, <laughs> making it happen. Well done. He's the best, he's a one of the best shotgun starts we've seen here. He's a professional. And, and it's, it's great. It's good when you have organic dialogue happening. So you guys yes. feel real yeah. welcome. But, we're welcoming you. guys, I guess. It might be the beards, but we don't know. But let's jump right into you and your rap career. Is it so are you do you still consider yourself a rapper or are you more of like just a all around artist? Um, I know, yeah. No, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I was um, just gonna say I know we talked a little bit before during COVID, just catching up and stuff, and you mentioned you're doing more R and B type of things and so, you know if you still consider yourself more of a rapper or more of an all-around artist? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, I guess I really never considered myself um, a rapper. Um, just because, you know, when you think about hip-hop and the art form and some of the things that you do in hip-hop, like battle, that's not me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a battle rapper, man. <laughs> I'll get tore to pieces. But, you know, um, I, I mean, it doesn't mean I couldn't do it it's just not my style you know mm -hmm. it's this um I, I like to create i like to um keep the peace you know i um i and you know you can still keep the peace by battle rapping but that ain't really my style i just like creating i like spreading a positive message um and i think that just comes with art and there is an art to to rapping as well but you know um i would just say that i'm I would just consider myself more in the lane of an artist um, just because I don't do all of the, the things that MCs do. Um, but yeah, I guess to, to answer your question um, in a roundabout way, um, I, I've always kind of considered myself more in that artist lane and I'm open to all different types of music and creating all different types of music with different artists. Um, so I guess hip hop R and B artist, but still, just music artist is the general term because I don't want to limit myself. No. and and like you, you're clearly incredibly talented, and and, and 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 with that, like, and I know that one because one, there's a lot of times where you kind of just listen to music because you know the guy that's you know that's 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 producing it or, or the guy behind it or your, your you know your friend tells you to do it so you're listening to it and it's like ah, this is all right um but in all honesty like your music is damn good and and i caught i catch myself listening to it at work and uh yeah and 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 the reason i bring that up is because you know something like like that when did you realize that you had that that, that talent? And, and of course, you've worked <laughs> for it. Um, but you know what? Especially like your flow, you, you just know how to you, you roll with it. <laughs> you know what's going on. Is that you know something that like one day you kind of just recognized that you sort of had it, and then you continued developing it, or was it something that 
you wanted to develop, you worked your ass off and, and, and you got there. Yeah. Um, so I really, I think I started off with singing. Um, but you know, we grew up, I grew up with a lot of different music in my household. Um, you know, and I think that led me into hip hop. Um, just being, having that open mind about all different types of music. Um, so, you know, and I listened to the people around me. It didn't always come from within. Um, you know, I would, you know, sing a lyric of Marvin Gaye, for example, or I would, um, you know, maybe rap a little bit of Eminem. <laughs> um, and, and people would, you know, they would tell me like, hey, man, that's pretty good. Like, you should, you should keep doing that. Um, and then I started writing my own stuff. And they were like, dang, dude, this is good. Like, you know, um, you should continue working on that. So really, it, I owe it all to, you know, my mm -hmm. inner circle, my family, my friends, like people who I consider close. Um, that a lot of that, you know, realization ha happened from people giving me the, that affirmation. Um, and then I, that started to kind of happen within myself. I started to, um, after you hear it after a while, you know, you start to have that self-confidence of what you're good at, right? You know, you hear like, hey, man, you guys are good at doing podcasts. You should... <laughs> Good at talking to people, right? You know, you hear that stuff. That, that was uh, just us hyping ourselves up. We gassed ourselves up. <laughs> we, we tell ourselves that. <laughs> we told ourselves, we're, we're funny guys. We can do it. But Yeah, but, you know, I mean, after you hear it, you know, um, and, you know, that's why I think that's so important to education, too. You know, you, you really, and that's kind of how I feel they tie in, is um, having that affirmation from people that you look up to or care about um really can change the you know the trajectory of where you're at you end up in your life um so like you know telling your students like i can see you doing well at this or you know telling them hey this is, might not be for you you know being honest um so you know i i think it all kind of ties in but you know that's where that comes from for me and that's where i was able to find that passion and realize that that's, this is something that I could use in both my, you know, professional and personal life. Yeah. Yeah. How, how old were you when you, when you, when you started writing lyrics? Uh, that was probably high school. Um, I, maybe a little bit around sophomore year, I would say. Um, I wasn't very good at it um, then. I think I had some okay songs. <laughs> Nothing I would probably dig out. Do you but, still have them? Oh, can, can, we, can we release them? <laughs> um, but, you know, also, sometimes you're your worst critic when you're looking back at yeah. your old stuff. Some people might have liked it or jived with it, but it wasn't, you know. I think I write a lot better now since I've been able to have the time to master writing. Oh, yeah. um, Absolutely. But it's been a while. I can't really pinpoint it. Okay. Right. I have a deep question for you because we talked about this on our pre-Thanksgiving episode mm -hmm. <clears throat> about quitting. Has, have you ever felt a time where you wanted to quit music but you didn't and why didn't you quit? Yes. Um, so I actually did quit music um, for a couple years and that's kind of what led me into the education mm -hmm route because you know i was looking for other things i wanted to do 
Um, so that it led me down that route and I had completely given up music. <laughs> um, and the reason was really just, I can blame it on a lot of different things, but it, it all comes down to your self belief. Um, I had a lot of doubt at that very particular point in my life. I didn't think that, you know, I had a chance at it. I figured, you know, I might as well focus on something that's a little bit more practical or reasonable. You know, the, the kind of, I guess, follow what everyone else is doing, that kind of mentality um, to get by, which is what, you know, a lot of people do. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but then I just realized that there is a huge piece of me missing. Um, and I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> For whatever reason, I couldn't figure it out why. Um, something that you've done your entire life, you just stop doing, right? How do you, how do you expect to, to feel like you, you can just go on and everything be normal? It's not normal. Um, so for about two years, I had, I had not done music. And then I realized, you know, there is no way I can be me if I don't do it. And that's how that Tommy Conquest persona kind of came about. Cause I was like, all right, kill everything that was Tyler James Eshman. <laughs> Let old Tyler die. Tommy Conquest is the rebirth of, of me. And then creating that, the music and doing everything I want to do the way I want to do it. So that, you know, that's kind of how Tommy Conquest came to be, um, how I came to be. Um, and, you know, I'm never going to not do music. It's too important to me. I love it too much. And it's who it's a part of who I am. So um, that's kind of how I overcame that um, and found the desire and pulled that out of me to to be like, hey, this is who I am. I'm not going to be anybody else. And that's just who I'm supposed to be. For sure. Well, thanks for thanks for getting deep there. Appreciate yeah. that. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Um, so, talk talk more about Tommy Conquest. This this persona. I know in uh, in, in 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 Boys Can Wear Flowers, you 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 introduced it. A little, so far, what are you two episodes in now? Maybe three. Yeah, about two. We got okay. Third one. Two, two and a half. And, uh, <laughs> and 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 you mentioned, and it stood out to me, and it's something that I I I really like. Um, is is he's kind of uh, he's a comic book character. He's a he's a superhero, and and um, and, and and part of certainly who you are and your alter ego, if you will, or your 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 you're just ego. It's you, and yeah. and just just talk more about developing that that character and that that persona um, that that is now you know just you know rushing fast paced into into success. In, in a lot of things here. Sure. Yeah, no problem. Um, so like you said, um, that it, it is a comic book character. Um, and with comic book characters, they always have an origin story, right? So my first project, Dear Dreamers, was that origin story. It was the birth of Tommy Conquest, in a sense. Um, so just like any other superhero or comic book, you know, there there's something that that person has gone through and has contributed to, you know, who they are in that very moment. Um, as far as other projects go, you know, 
um, that character is still developing because he's me. Um, I don't think I'm anywhere near where I want to be. Um, and I don't think anybody should ever settle for, you know, who I am in this moment. Yes. Be content with it. Be satisfied with who you are. But, um, you know, I'm still, I'm still developing that character. Um, I'm still looking to, um, you know, improve, be better. Um, and that's why we don't have as, you know, three projects. That's the goal is to release three projects under the alias of Tommy Conquest. Um, probably more, but that's as far as I can see ahead of me right now. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to focus on um, developing who I am and then making different music because different music will be the result of that character development. Um, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I'm still very much being developed as a character because I think we all are. Absolutely. And, and, you know, just to piggyback off of that, you know, just talking to listeners or talking to your students or talking to whoever, um, I think the, the mindset or the, the advice of kind of creating an alter ego in a sense can be seen in two very different ways. And, and, you know, both, you know, positive and negative negative is like, you should just be yourself blah, 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 and whatnot. But why for you, you know, especially, you know, talking to your students or talking to whoever, why do you see uh, the importance of, of people kind of creating that type of persona for themselves and, uh, and, and where can that, that take them? Sure. Um, so I guess in an essence, like nobody, you know, yeah, be yourself, but, um, you don't have to be who someone says you're supposed to be, I guess. Um, you know, so maybe somebody told you along the line, like, this is what you're supposed to do. Right. Um, like someone, you told me, Hey, your name is Tyler. <laughs> Um, you can't change it. Hell yeah, I can change it because I'm me and I'm the one who has to live this life. So I guess it's just kind of thinking outside of the box. Like, um, I want to be Tommy Conquest. Like, can I be? Sorry. No. (laughs) (laughs) I always Uh, end up doing that at least once. It was just an impactful line. So you had to. Bring in yeah, the you know, mic drop. That was your mic drop sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I guess that's just my advice is like, don't accept the life that someone else told you to have. Um, go out and define what that means to you. Isn't that, is that a big motivation towards boys can wear flowers? Yes, yes. I know you um, mentioned that a few times, or at least in the first one, you mentioned that a lot. Yeah, there are a lot of parallels between that because, you know, there are a lot of um, expectations that society just sets on us as mm-hmm. people. Like men have to be masculine. Uh, women have to be the, you know, the caretakers, the, the people who are um, at home. You know, those are societal expectations and norms, but, you know, they shouldn't dictate how who we want to be, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. I think those societal um pressures do have an impact on us and we internalize them so you know i I think that's something that we have to think about and we shouldn't have to accept what 
someone else thinks or says we have to be. For sure. No, it's something <laughs> to get a little deeper into that because I always it's always something that I found fascinating is like the whole toxic masculinity type thing and what's like social norms and all of that. <clears throat> Not to relate it to something that that's kind of goofy, but I have to watch The Bachelorette tonight and the amounts <laughs> yeah the amount of oh you're not a real man type of talk in that show is just so ridiculous and it drives me nuts cuz like they had like an episode where they had to wrestle or fight each other and one guy like didn't want to do it cuz his shoulder was bad and like people were making fun of him and it's just like <clears throat> the amount of times you hear you're not a real man it just mm. bothers me it's like there's there's no room for a show where such young impressionable people watch to be saying you're not a real man because you didn't do this. That's just it just drives me nuts and I'm gonna but I'm gonna hear it at least fifteen more times tonight, so I'm excited. <laughs> right, right. I mean you're right. It that those types of um things get internalized. Um and you see it pre, you know predominantly in our media. Mm-hmm. Um that's where we pick up a lot of those messages is you know, we're supposed to be this or that. Um but yeah, you know, I, I think we see it in a lot of shows and, you know, not to ditch this on the, the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. It's not one of my favorite things to watch because no, of, you know, <laughs> some of those different things. That, it is entertaining. It I'll is. say the that. Drama, but... Um, but, you know, also there's a lot of ways that I'd rather spend my time um, and not to diss anybody that watches that stuff. It, I mean, I have my own guilty pleasures, too. Like I'm drinking champagne right now. <laughs> drinking Just champagne. Casually drinking champagne. champagne. <laughs> yeah. Good deal. So, going to you know your selection of music. You know, knowing that you you are at a at a, at an up and coming point, and and um. Obviously, we listen to your music. We know what's going on. Um, but for for a lot of our listeners who might not have ever heard of you, heard of you uh, beyond us, and this is their first moment, if you had to pick a song or two um, uh, off of your playlist to to give them a true understanding of who you are, what what are you, what, what are your recommendations of what people should listen to? Oh man, okay, that's tough. Um... So if you really want something that's deep, that's real, um, and it's really not a bop. <laughs> it's not a bop at all. Those are the good ones, um, <laughs> I appreciate the non-bop ones a little more than the bops. Okay. Okay. Good. Just saying. Just... Well, yeah. No, I mean, it depends on what kind of <clears throat> listener you are, you know? Um, I'm a deep cuts guy, so. But the vision, um... It, it has a music video as well. Um, the vision, it wasn't on any of my projects. Um, it was just kind of a one-off. But I was feeling some type of way in the studio one day, and um, my guy who produces, his name is um, Ryan Schultz, um, also goes by Underdog. Um, he threw on a, a beat, and I was like, whoa, what's that? And then he played it and added a backbeat to it and I just started flowing on it and um it was a verse that I was saving for a while um but you know I talk about a lot of things from you know the loss of uh, a loved one the loss of uh you know a romance that you had um I talk about anxiety depression things that I've gone through 
um, different layers that, you know, we don't always talk about every day or we, we don't have time to talk about them and, and passing by somebody that you, um, you might view as an acquaintance or someone that you might view as um, someone that you just, you know, see every day. Um, you don't always, you know, you don't say, Hey, how's it going? Oh, you know, I'm a little depressed today. How are you? <laughs> you just don't do that. Just not a normal conversation. Um, uh, but you know, if you're looking to kind of get a little bit more, um, deep with me, you know, that's a really good song to, to go to and, and little learn a little bit more about some of those other layers that make up Tommy Conquest. Yeah. So one thing that I always love about your lyrics and your metaphors is that it's I keep doing it. It's something that it's something that we can relate to because we're we're nineties, two thousands kids and you have a lot of those type of references. Um, I don't know where I was going with this, but I guess my question is uh, something I always love hearing about, especially with like musical artists, singers, anyone who does like that kind of thing is like, what is your creative process? Do you like just spark an idea and just jot it down and then you come back to it later and you you elaborate on it or is it something like you hear a beat and you're like oh this is mine i'm gonna i'm gonna go with it um yeah that's um <clears throat> you know that's a good question um it really varies i think my creative process usually just comes by me sometimes i'll just be in silence and i'm like oh dang that's that's kind of dope that's kind of slick i'll just write it down um there's no beat at all um but it's just how i was feeling in the moment and it kind of rhymed <laughs> um but you know I've, I've sort of taken a a new approach more recently just being able to listen to a you know an instrumental or a beat or a piece of music and then writing to it because it does make a difference in how that music is delivered um you know if you if you try to like force something um to a you know uh something that you previously wrote and put it to a beat it you know it, it might send off a different message or um kind of capture a different emotion than what you intended um so i've been i've been doing it the the reverse way where i've been actually listening to the beat and then writing to it um and then i guess for the the 90s references you know that's just I'm just pulling from my own experiences. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just like dropping some knowledge about, hey, this is part of who I am. I, I love 90s. I'm a 90s kid. Mm. So like I'll, I'll, I'll throw some stuff like that in there for sure. Hell yeah. So Spider-Man, that's, that's your guy, right? <laughs> yeah. I got sure. to know, which, who's your favorite Spider-Man actor? Ooh. If we're talking about the, <laughs> if we're talking know. about, um, you know, the Spider-Man with not the into the multiverse. If we're not talking about that, Miles Morales will be my favorite Spider-Man. But if we're talking about just um, original Spider-Man, this is just Peter Parker's. Yeah, Peter yes. Parker's. Who is your favorite. Peter Parker? It's got to it's got to be Tom Holland. I know that that's probably an unpopular opinion. I know people probably love Toby because he's the He's the original. He's the guy. But, you know, Tom is he's more um accurate in terms of the comics to me. Yeah, he he seems like a like Spider-Man. Dude does backflips and stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He's he he's 
Andrew Garfield, I don't know who the hell <laughs> brought him into, into this mix. He was but okay. He, he, was, <laughs> he, was, he was okay. And it, but guess what? There were three people who played Peter Parker, and you were third amongst <laughs> them. And uh, and so, no offense, Andrew, but uh, if you're if you're listening to this, when you do listen to this, <laughs> but uh, never get around uh, to it. No, I I agree. Tom Holland, number one. He's just. I wish that they 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 would do. Now I know they had two movies with with him, with just uh, strictly Spider-Man movies outside of Avengers. I wish they did so much more with him. But he's he's an incredible young actor. Now he's playing Drake in 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 in, in Drake Uncharted. He's gonna be coming out with that. Okay, that's a video. He's and I don't see it, but the more <laughs> that I believe it, it's like okay, this guy he's he's yeah. got it. Yeah, uh, he's he's incredible. No, good answer there. Tobey Maguire obviously is the he's the original with it. But yeah, Spider Man okay. Three kind of ruined that for him. Does it and, count uh, to say like they're di- from different eras, like the Kobe, Michael, or LeBron? Nope. No. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. Special effects doesn't play into it. It doesn't, it doesn't count. No. I, I can't. I can't say. can't say. I think Tom's the GOAT. He, he, I, he is. I agree. He's, he, out of all of the Avengers, uh, he might be the one that I think most accurately depicts who he's playing amongst the actors now just based on the character they're playing now robert downey jr i think he plays a damn good tony stark there's no denying that but i think tom holland as spider-man or as peter parker more accurately depicts what peter parker spider-man is than robert downey jr does as iron man i mean that's yeah i mean that sounds i i can get with that you know i i really just don't I couldn't form an opinion on that because I haven't done enough research. But, you know, that sounds dope to me. I it think. sounds good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good. I support it. I'm with it. <laughs> I'll cheers to that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Scooter, what do you what, what do you think? You're, you're my fellow Avengers aficionado. I mean, it's just weird because he came in later into the series. I feel like yeah. we missed out on a lot of Spider-Man that we definitely could have could have had thanks to sony um just give it to disney so we can we can have it and we can experience spider-man in all its glory but i'd have to agree um i don't know toby Maguire was a little too nerdy for me in the old ones now looking back but like back like when you watched it in real time and those like when you were that age you're like dude this is awesome Toby Maguire's the first. It's a nerdy kid. He's a nerdy kid, like Spider-Man. We can be Spider-Man. Got bit by a spider, trying to go outside and get bit by a spider, see if you turn into Spider-Man. Never worked, because spiders didn't bite me. But anyways, yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, aside from Chris Evans and Captain America, because he's just that straight-laced type of dude, um, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, you're not not too far off on that. Yeah, I think, uh, all in all, Marvel oh, no. did, and, 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 and Disney, who, who purchased the Avengers and all that, did a fantastic job at picking who was going to play yeah. who. Whoever casted There's, those movies deserves a raise. Like, Yeah, like, they incredible. Absolutely incredible. Exception to Hulk. Well, you don't like Hulk? Story. Yes, I like Mark Ruffalo. Okay, I was going to say. Edward Norton. If they would have just kept Edward Norton, if they would have figured out a way to make that work, I think it would have worked. But all of a sudden, like he's the only one where they just swapped him out 
Like nobody would notice. That's true. <laughs> That's true. They look the same, Bunch right? Bullshit. <laughs> Close enough. Yes, but like like uh who's Tom Hiddleston or Hiddleton or whatever, however his name. As Loki. Come on. Incredible. Incredible casting. They should have brought Lou Ferrigna back. That's my only complaint. They should have brought him back. Exactly. Well, that's where we can start comparing like different eras. Like he's Michael Jordan, and and Mark Ruffalo is 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 right. Right. All right. All right. Back to the interview here. What was the question I was going to ask? Damn it. Sorry. I keep seeing the Marvel poster in the background, so I had to ask. Okay. Oh yeah, that's true. It needed. I keep seeing it. I had to ask. Ah, all right. So, what, what, what are those goals? So, I know you're you're a goal guy. You're, uh, you know, I'm sure you write them down in in, in, in some caliber. Um, what what are the goals for for you? What's you know what's that five year plan? What's that ten year plan? What's that the end of the line plan that that, that you have figured out? What do you want to accomplish by the time uh, you're getting called home? Triple platinum. Um, you know, really, um, my goals are just to keep creating really good music, um, seeing how I can get that message out there, um, seeing where that takes me, um, just keep remaining genuine. And, you know, of my goals, you know, I'd really love to do something, um, that, you know, where I'm able to make a profit or um, put that back into my own community that has given so much to me. Um, I, it would really be meaningful to, um, you know, make some money off of this and be able to, um, and, you know, I make a modest amount, but not very much. I'm still, you know, a, a local artist um, and local artists do struggle. So there is transparency in that but um what i what i would really love to do is is to be able to um set up some sort of you know foundation or um some center in racine milwaukee kenosha area where artists are able to come um you know perform have that space um to do all sorts of music because sometimes hip hop isn't accepted in a lot of spaces. Um, so I, I think that, you know, having some sort of center where local artists can come and perform and do their craft and, you know, not be judged, have that safe space, do whatever they um, feel like they're meant to do. Um, and obviously I love the center to serve some sort of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> a bar, so a music bar of sorts. Um, but you know, um, we'll be there opening day. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but you know, that, that's just something that I've thought of. I haven't, you know, flushed out all the ideas yet, but at some point, you know, I'd like to, to put that money, whatever I've made or profited off of back into my own community. So how has you being a local artist, how has COVID in this whole year, uh, affected you? And, and, and the, uh, on that side of things, obviously, you know, in other, other aspects of the world, it's obviously uh, affecting you and you know, working from home and, and, and perhaps and all that kind of good stuff. But as, a, as an artist in particular, how has that sort of played a role and how have you combated that? Yeah, you know, I think I speak for myself and um, 
you know, others in the community when I say that it's been tough, you know, we're not able to perform at the normal venues, which is how we make a lot of our money. Um, we make a lot of our money off of merch sales, which are a lot harder to come by uh, because you're just using social media platforms, which um, well, we know, you know, we know that and, struggle. And, <laughs> what did you say? Said we know that struggle, 100%. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you guys feel it too. Um, anybody who's an entrepreneur or starting their own business or, you know, is has their own aspirations that where you're starting out a little bit smaller, um, that makes it tough for sure because you don't have all of the normal venues, the normal outlets that you can use to showcase your product um, or your service or what you're what you're doing. So, um, that has made it extremely challenging. You know, we, we try to find creative ways like, you know, doing something new with our podcasts or doing something new with, um, trying a docu-series or a vlog, um, just to kind of get your message out there. But it's, it's definitely weird not being able to interact with people because I think people, they, they really buy into something when they can see it up close they have to be sold on that product and not everyone is gonna fall into that you know product or service um unless they click on a link now like they're not just at the bar chilling you know <laughs> they're not just at a local venue where we usually perform right um they, they have to do that extra step and click on a link now which can be hard even in today's age people just getting distracted on their phones. It's very easy to just like, oh, you know, that that was uh, too long. I'm going to exit <laughs> out of that, you know? Yeah. like So it, it, it can be challenging. It can be challenging for sure, um, being a local artist during this time when you, you, you know, the way you make your money um, is uh, everything that you usually do is is not, you know, you don't have those normal venues or outlets. Yeah. So with that, I feel like, and I know Jeremy is, we've had this conversation as well. It feels like this year, although live music in, in to some extent hasn't played a, a role, there's not too many, con there's virtual concerts. You can always tune in and, mm -hmm. and, and check out your favorite artists, you know, doing a, a Facebook live stream or something. But Something that I've noticed throughout this year is it seems like although we're missing out on that opportunity to go to these concerts and, and, and have that physical uh, experience, a lot of artists have taken to writing some of the best shit that they have written. And, and, and it's a little bit deeper and, and, you know, perhaps, you know, you, you take it, you're, you know, you're alone and they're going off to the mountains. They're going the way of, of Ernest Hemingway and, and, and just writing the best stuff that they've ever had. Oh, yeah. are, are you seeing that as well? Are you seeing that, um, you know, just on, on the writing side of things, on the writing music side of things, your gears are just spinning a little bit more in, 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 in quite a different way this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, on the positive, more positive side of that, there is an, um, an opportunity for growth, no matter what. Some of us didn't ask for it, <laughs> but we're, we're having to do it. You know, we're, yeah. we're going through those growing pains. 
Um, and there's, you know, things that are new to us um, that we have to experience. So from that usually becomes, um, usually is, a, is that space where an artist thrives. Um, they're able to write something new or create something new or think of a new way to and reinvent themselves. Right. So definitely to, and to answer your question, you know, I think it, unless you're, if you're focused on a lot of those things that, you know, making money and getting past, you know, which is a real, it's a reality for a lot of artists and people like just trying to survive. Yeah. Um, sometimes they don't always find that creative space, but um, I think um, if you're able to get into that space, you're definitely probably making the best art you've ever made right now. Oh yeah. So you heard it here first, yes. new music coming soon <laughs> out of this fucking world. Yes, sir. There is new music coming soon. Sparked so, an idea. The, the first ever be with the boys live concert on Facebook. Boom. Boom. But I, I have a question for you. <clears throat> you've done a lot of cool things, in my opinion. You've done a lot of cool things with your with your musical career, like performing it at a... Totally blanking on it right now. Summerfest. Summerfest, that's what it is. Performing at Summerfest, doing different things in your own community. Uh, what has been your favorite moment as a musical artist so far? Good question. That is tough. Um, or mo- or if you, your favorite moments, if you will. You can give a few. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's great. Um, I mean, <clears throat> to, and, and kind of similar to uh, things that I, I might have alluded to in past answers, it's, it's the friendships, it's the um, relationships I've been able to gain from this. Um, connecting with other artists to better myself and my growth, um, collaborating with other artists that I never thought I'd be able to. Um, that, that's been awesome. Um, I got to collaborate with um, Gen- Genesis Renji, um, who is a Milwaukee artist. This guy's getting like thousand streams Damn. a day. He's an amazing artist um, and he definitely deserves it. And then, um, there's this guy, kid, Niall, ex-Niall, I got to perform with uh, at Summerfest. Uh, he's kind of local and upcoming, but he's an amazing artist as well. Um, who else? Rob Hicks also goes by Rated R Playboy. Um, has a very prominent presence on a, a lot of social media, and he's just an awesome friend. Um, I've known him for a long time. Um, and just, you know, Conversations like this are, are really amazing for me too. It's, it, just being able to connect with people through various um, outlets, whatever their art is, I think always is, is a pleasure for me. Um, so it's hard for me to pinpoint it to one moment because there's just so many you know, wins I think that, that come with being an artist. And But you know, I guess if, if you guys want a specific answer, because it sounds it, like- It's my, up to you. Like- <laughs> if you have um, one it'd be cool one thing that i i loved a lot was um I, I performed at the rave when i was a little bit younger um and it was it was on a side stage but it was at the same venue as childish gambino who is like one of my favorite artists of all time Sheesh. Sheesh. 
it, what was really cool, people were there to see Childish Gambino, but they kept stopping in our room because what we were saying had um, some sort of meaning to them. Yeah. It was crazy. Like These kids are coming in this room to stop and listen to us, and we had that room packed. I, I wish that I could show you guys a picture. Um, and then even after the show, I posted it on Instagram. I don't have that on Instagram anymore. I wish I did. But Childish Gambino actually liked the picture. Hell yeah. Damn. It was amazing. Well, that, that it is it was a moment. huge win. That's a huge um, win right there. One of the most talented people <laughs> of all time right there. He is absolutely it, insane. It was so amazing. I, I loved it. I'll never forget it that he actually liked my picture. Hell yeah. Did you get to meet him? I, I didn't. But he liked my picture. Uh, come hey, close that, enough. That's enough. Close enough. <laughs> I was happy with that. I was settled with that. I will. Oh, I will stop and say he called what we do art. In a roundabout way, he said that our podcast is art. So mm-hmm. that's a win for us. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I think there is an art to having a dialogue with people and being able to do it in an interesting way. We're we're artists. We're artists. Yes. You can put that oh. on the resume too. Right. I got one more question here. All right. Jeremy, you have any other questions before I, have I ask my one. last question? I'll go first because mine's super random. Um, yeah. I think another Racine or Kenosha artist, Jake DeSalvo. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we went to college with that dude. Yeah. Um, I talked to I think Was he on the wrestling team for a bit? I think he was. He did something. I don't know. But he was, yeah, I listened to his music way back in college, and I liked him. So I had to mention that. Give him a little shout out too, because you're not, yeah, you're not a more, more musical artist. Well, I, I just because I see like I I'm his friend on Facebook. And he does live stuff, and you always like it. And I'm like, oh, they must be connected in some way. So, yeah, we have a song together. Um, it's should. the "Be With You" song. I don't know if you guys saw that one. Um, Is it on Spotify? Yeah, it should be. It should be on Spotify. So I've been um, creeping your Spotify thing this whole time. It's more of an R and B song. Oh, that's the music video, wasn't it? Yeah. With the yep. girl? Yeah. Okay, I remember it now. Yep. Yes, sir. Same, same wavelength now. We got it. All right. All right. Last question here. Have you ever gotten any uh, any profit or kickback from FAFSA for doing free advertisement? Program? <laughs> <laughs> uh, government no. Have they ever reached out to you about anything? I have not heard. I feel like... He's promoting taking money from FASFA. So he, well, he made a true. song that said, "Don't." So you're do anti-FASFA. <laughs> so if he did a song that said, "Don't do your FASFA," you'd be he'd be getting money back. That's true. Like, oh, we're saving money because he's. You did free advertising for them. You did, did pro get your free money. I don't know how that all works. Which was still one of the most lit songs I've heard. Well, great, and, and, how and, you, and yes, it was a, a parody of sorts. But how I, you took a whole not, song. I don't want to call it a parody because I think it's better, but it's uh, <laughs> off of, of Save That Money um, by, by LD, Little Dicky. But fantastic song. I think it should pay it, play at every college preview day. I'm still in the process of getting it paid at my <laughs> my my place of work. He gets paid royalties day. then. He's got to give royalties. Like, think about it. If, if a fin- financial aid meetings are the most boring meetings in the whole world. Nothing fun about it. Nothing fun about a financial aid presentation. But if it starts off with you, game over. 
Everybody, everybody is following the FASFA. I did my FASFA that year. I really appreciate that. I did my FASFA that year just because you sang that song. Yes. I didn't even need to do it that year. I just did it. Got to do my FASFA. That should be our new closing music. (laughs) We got to get a sign off on that before we. Yeah, we need a sign off. Can we use the FASFA song for our closing, our credit song? Of course, of course. Hopefully, I don't get sued by Little Dicky. Well, that's true. That's but true. maybe he'll come up. I feel like he's the type of guy that would listen to that and then, like, come on the show. Yeah. And then, then you guys can collab and we're all good to go. Yeah, then it's a double yeah. win. Yes. If I got a little Dicky collab. You know, or if he came <laughs> on your show, I don't need any money. We'll invite you, too. <laughs> I don't need any money from FASMA, period. But that'd yeah, be well, cool. no, we're getting you FASMA money. <laughs> get, get that I have money. a... I, I just paid off my student loan debt. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at pre-law right now. We'll figure it out. Or I'm looking at law school <laughs> right now. We'll figure this out. All right. That's all the questions I have. Jeremy, you have any more questions? No, but something we do like to do with the last little bit of time we have is open it up for you to ask us questions. Yes, you were on the hot you seat. Have for us. You were on the hot seat, so now you can ask us any questions you have. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, That's the first so, person said okay. Cool to that. So. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> That's a win. Um, Usually the response is oh shit. Oh, damn it. No, no. I I mean I I think about stuff too. There we go. <laughs> I have a brain. I I get yeah. I have a brain. <laughs> I'm like the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. So yeah, so um, what it what kind of inspired you guys to to do this, um, to do your own podcast? <laughs> um, I'm ninety nine percent sure it was a drunk idea. It we're was. sitting at the bar and we're like, because we were just we banter about a lot of shit. No matter what it is, we'll find something to disagree about and just banter about it for an annoying amount of time to anyone that's with us. So we thought, hey, what if we actually recorded this? And we can annoy hundreds of people. Yes. And let other, well, it's like 20 people right now, but but let other people get annoyed by us. Or like inspire. Yeah, inspire. Whatever you want to call it. We just thought like, hey, this would be fun to, to give it a shot. And it started out like, hey, whatever, we're, we're giving it a shot. But now it's turned into something that we've found to be our therapy. Like we can bring whatever we have caught up in us. From that past week, bring it to this episode on Tuesday night at whatever time we decide to record and just let it out. We can just sit here and talk about it. If we disagree, we disagree, but we talk through it. And we get something out and we both take, I take something from each episode. I don't know if you do, but um, we at least find something to take from each episode that just talking about something does. Like We've had some pretty serious conversations back when a lot of different things were going on and I really have taken a lot from that and... Yeah, it's just been a drunk idea turned into something that's pretty great for us, and we, we've we learned to just forget about who's listening and just do it because we enjoy doing it. And it's a way for us to hang out when we live 45 minutes, 30, 45 minutes apart and just right. have a conversation. Yeah, I think I think that's exactly it. I mean, it, it, it 100% stemmed from a drunken night at a bar <laughs> and just having that thought. It's like, we should have a podcast, just like... Most people, we should have, but we should buy a bar. No, we're gonna make a podcast, and it's it, it it started like that, but it became so much more. And 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 Jim already commented on on pretty much all of it. It's like number one, it's it's our therapy. We get what's off of our chest, off of our chest, and 
and, and, and are able to just say it and able to just talk and, and being people that, you know, two guys that, you know, live together since after sophomore, the summer after sophomore year of college, um, seven, like seven years, you know, if not more of living together. And then all of a sudden not, and, and, you know, I grew up as an only child at least. So closest thing to a brother that I've ever had. And, and, and it's, it's, being able to just stay connected and but not feel forced in that as well it's not like we're forcing ourselves to have family dinner every week or something like that it's it's let's get on here let's do something fun and 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 go from there have our therapy and then also hopefully inspire just conversation and and i said this at the beginning i forget if we were recording at this point yet but i firmly believe that any and everything can and should be talked about. And, and it's just a matter of like, you don't have to have an argument about it. You can be, you can be in total disagreement about something and still have a conversation about it. And I think that's a problem that in society we've kind of gone down is that certain things are taboo. And that's, it, 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 we, we see, saw it a lot through political season, politics season, where we talked a lot of politics, right? I, I ranted a lot about politics and, and a lot of stuff that it's, it's taboo. You don't bring it to the dinner table. You don't bring it home for the holidays. But it's because we were taught that, that now we can't even have a conversation about it. And now we're in such a divisive place in society where it's you're on either one side of the, of, of the political spectrum or the other. Wow. And you can't meet in the middle. It's like we absolutely should be able to meet in the middle. We just need to be able to talk to each other and have a conversation and know that you're going to leave that conversation having disagreements and that's okay too, but you can still love each other and respect each other from it. And, 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 and such. And on top of that as well as, you know, Jeremy, you know, said it during when a lot of shit was going on and, and a lot of serious stuff, like we had our, our, our black lives matter uh, episode and, and it was incredible. I don't know, maybe 10 people listened to it or something, but it, it was incredible being able to, to have a platform and be able to, to say something and say from our point of views as two white males that, that were able to, you know, just, say something about that and say black lives matter on something and release it knowing the people that are you know following us on or our families or are following us on facebook not that they necessarily disagree but that they don't, they didn't hear it from from that point of view ever and and just having that sort of platform and being able to say it and even if one person took something away from it it's a it's a pretty incredible thing yeah i, I agree i agree uh you know, conversations are, we kind of have a responsibility to keep having conversations. Um, and and I, I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, and it, you know, it helps me learn a little bit more too about what your guys' mission is. Cause you know, it's, um, you don't, you don't necessarily get to hear some of those things that, you know, um, over social media or just reading social media, but you know there is a, a really heartfelt sentiment within creating this podcast. Is you guys are also kind of developing your character as well, you know, as Tommy Conquest would be doing um, by by <laughs> doing this, right? You know, you yeah. started this off, and you guys are growing through it, and you're being able to share your message and maybe even relay messages. Um, to help, you know, somebody think about something differently. 
Yeah, and that's something that, because I, I don't know if you followed us much on social media, but we did post something about like a rebrand where I put out a new more adult-like logo without all the cartoony beer things, whatever yeah. you want to call them. But yeah, that, was, that was something that like wasn't really discussed, but I think we both kind of agreed upon that like we don't we know where, new. Right, we don't know where we want to take this but we know we want to be ourselves and be able to discuss our beliefs in a place that that's safe because i'm i'm never going to judge him for what he says about whatever it is i'm going to question it of course but in the end i'm not going to judge him for what he believes in right because we're human like we have our own beliefs and there, there's definitely things that we we should be upset about if someone believes a certain way because those things are just wrong but when it comes down to it when you discuss them and have a real conversation about them that's where both sides can start to learn about each other and really kind of get to that common ground and that's where growth happens and that's something that i think subconsciously happened with what we're doing here and it's it's kind of grown into a really cool thing that i don't know if either of us have really realized to this point yet until this conversation because we haven't talked about it this deeply but it's something that's been really cool for us along the way to kind of learn about ourselves and learn about what we're doing here and what like what this all means yeah just have a damn conversation understand the other side and you know and when you understand it a little bit more you can make more changes and, and you can make more changes together and rather than just saying you're wrong because it's wrong <laughs> And, and yes, some things are absolutely wrong, um, but I think it's important to understand why somebody believes a certain way, um, and, and, you, and you need to know that in order to make any type of change in society. And you know, that, that's that. You know, that's that's where the, it grew from—a drunken night at Water Street Brewery <laughs> to to this. And uh, and it's it's incredible. You, you're you're one hundred percent right. It's a it's a it's a growth. It's a journey, and it's. You know, we joke around about our alter egos on here, Scooter and J Dog, and who are we? Who are, who are we getting any given night? But uh, um, no, it's 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 absolutely right, and that's why I asked about that earlier because I think it's a it's an important thing to sort of make that sort of alter ego in a sense to to you know it gives you a little bit more confidence sometimes and, and, sure. and tells you, yeah, uh, it's not Jake. That's, that's doing that. It's J dog doing that. <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, and, and we don't, we don't, we don't blame Jake, we blame J dog for, for certain things. But uh, um, it's, I think it's an important thing and it, and it can help a lot of people and not certainly not everybody, but it can help a lot of people open up a little bit more. Um, yeah. But uh, what other, what, what other questions do you have? If any, I heard the timer go off, so I don't want to impose. No, you're it. good. This is it's okay. If it's a good conversation, we keep it going. We give some extra credit to the fans. Okay. We're not going to cut this off. I'm enjoying this. This is uh, the bartender threw in the towel. He said, you know what? We're going till 3 a.m. today. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So I guess since this is a podcast related to beer, we're not necessarily talking about beer or drinking it. But, yes, that's the main uh, premise: is we we share beer and have a conversation. Because the best conversations happen over a drink. I agree. Beer will change the world. <laughs> uh, or champagne. Or champagne. Or champagne. <laughs> bubbly beer. Six dollar champagne from all. <laughs> um, Aldi might change the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I guess what is your favorite beer? That might be a loaded question. Oh, um, well, my personal favorite that I drink most often is PBR. Call me a hipster, call me whatever the hell you want. It's what I drink, it's what I like. But I just had a new beer from close to my hometown where I grew up. It's a Church Hill or Church Street Brewing Company. It's called Holy Moly. I'm a big fan of the, the barrel-aged beers. It's a barrel-aged milk stout that's aged in buffalo trace barrels. It was damn good. It's $24 for a four-pack, but it was damn good. That was my yeah, first damn. one. <laughs> the the barrel-aged one, barrel ones cost a lot, but they always get me because I love the the ones that are just have that extra little taste. And it was it was a damn good beer. It was smoother than most, but I really liked it. So where's that, where's that from? It's in Illinois. I don't know if this one is sold at liquor stores around here, but right. I've had a couple other ones by Church Street, and they've all been really good. So, if you ever Church see them, Street Church Street Brewing. Okay, they're I'm all like because hmm? I'll probably don't forget it right away. They're all kind of themed around. Their names are themed around like church stuff. So, okay, so you can get a little spiritual and drink a beer. There you go. Um, um, yeah, and I'm yeah, I like PBR. I'm one that Miller Lite's always going to be my go-to cheap beer, if you will, or, or light beer. I'm one of those. I don't understand the whole controversy between beers like that. That's like, <laughs> and I think it more often comes from the Bush Light guys that like, <laughs> oh, Miller Lite's like drinking piss, or Coors Light is like drinking piss, or whatever. It's like, eh, it'll kind of taste the same, and it's you know, if you're drinking a light beer. You're drinking a light beer and that's you know it's all coming from the same barrel and uh, or, or, or keg or whatever so um so miller light is just the one i bought it's the one my dad drank it's the one my grandpa drank it's milwaukee who the hell cares um but my favorite beer of all time to this point is it's from uh, eagle park brewing down in milwaukee um it's the uh, boys are back in town it's a New England IPA. The only thing about New England I actually like is their IPAs. <laughs> um, oh, it's I had it. We went there after my wedding. Instead of going on, you know, the destination honeymoon or whatever, we just did a staycation and went to a bunch of breweries in Milwaukee. And Eagle Park is by far my favorite. I think they're the coolest place in the whole world. And uh, the boys are back in town. Was one of their specials that given day. I. It just stands out to me. It's incredible. It's well, highly recommend it. Okay, I'm gonna try that. Yeah, and if you just like, like Eagle, have you ever been to Eagle Park? Uh, I don't think I have. That's a must I, go. I, you have I, to I, go. And it, I think it's on on the east side, I believe. Yeah, it's on the east side. It's close to or lakefront. Yeah, very Probably close to close. lakefront. Um, it's very. It's all musical themed. So, or, or, or just music theme. So like Wednesday night is vinyl night. So you can bring your, everyone brings a vinyl. And if your vinyl gets picked, you can drink for free as long as your vinyl is playing. Aww. And so they do that. A lot of live music there. All of their beers are, uh, are named after songs. So the boys are back in town. Um, and, and <laughs> a lot of like oldies that. references, oldies rock references with their beers. Yeah. It's, it's a really cool place and really good food there as well. So. So and they just opened a distillery, so. Final um, record. Yes, it used to be Wednesday nights. I don't know; they might have changed, but we you bring one, and if yours gets chosen, and they choose a couple throughout the night, 
you're you're drinking for free as long as your vinyl's playing. We both collect vinyl, so to put that in perspective. Yes. I'm both yeah, vinyl guys. guys had a lot of nitrate for free. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other questions? Uh, not that I can think of. I mean, I'd, I'd love to keep having a conversation, but... Well. We're we're gonna bring you on again. Yeah, you're you're now a reoccurring a guest, so. <laughs> well, not yet. You're just the guest now, and when we bring you on, <laughs> so you free whenever next, the next album comes out. You free next before. week Tuesday. We'll have you. That's good. Yes, we get to go. <gasps> we can be on your tour of when you're advertising the album. Would love. Yeah. Hell yeah! We actually have something to be advertised on here now. We might reach twenty people, but we will reach those twenty people. Yes, we're eight. If we can get five more listeners, we're all right. Um, it's five listeners you wouldn't have had without this, because I promise you our, our 20 listeners are not listening too much to, 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 to your music right now. <laughs> Hopefully they will, now that they've heard you. Now they will. Now they will. I hope they do. They're, they're more, uh, uh, like, probably, I, I'm, I'm going to guess that the more typical bands that are listened to by our listeners are probably, like, Led Zeppelin, Metallica, and and maybe a Grateful Dead here and there, which res- respect. But yeah. um, respect. we're we're gonna we're gonna put Time Conquest into that rotation yes. for them. Oh, and uh, when your first final dra- releases, send us a couple. Yes, spin that shit every day. Yes, sir. Yes. So, final question I have then. Fun question before we get out of here. Yeah. In inevitably, when Tommy Conquest makes it big. Has a couple double platinums, has a couple Grammys, everything else, and they finally make a movie about your life. Who's playing you in that movie, and who is playing each of us as the podcast? <laughs> uh, I feel like Michael Sarah would play me. Okay, so so you're Michael Sarah. <laughs> who who is the pot? Who are who are the hosts of the podcast that made you big? <laughs> Uh, let, let me think here. <laughs> Can you imagine Michael Sarah in that film? <laughs> uh, obviously, people who've acted with Michael Sarah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that's the that's the route that we're going, and I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Why can't I think of dude's name right now? He's give me the movie. I got you. With Michael Sarah. Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen is one of you motherfuckers. One of you might have a beard. <laughs> um, and then, uh, let's see. I, I, I could see Jonah Hill, maybe. <laughs> Jonah Hill lost a lot of weight, didn't he? He did. He did. Yeah. Hmm. I'll take it. I'll be Jonah Hill. It's fine. Guess so. Okay. That's our cast right there. It there. Is. Great. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, in all the actors that went through my brain for this, not once did Seth Rogen come across as a name that I'd be, be playing me in any movie in my life. Seth Rogen has never been the guy. Sarah better learn how to rap is all I'm saying. I, we need to make that movie happen now. It's, it's good Lord. Oh, man. Excellent. Well, hey. Wait, my this, last question. Okay. Yeah. Since we ask most, most of our guests, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? Ugh. Since we asked most of our guests, we got to ask him. I mean, I want the That's Packers true. to win, obviously. But are they going to? I don't is, know. Is that your Probably pick? <laughs> <laughs> I think the Browns are going to win. Um, 
Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first. The Browns are going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to Browns-Packers. Who do you Super guys Bowl. think is in the running? It's, I mean, I haven't really – Mainly the Chiefs. I haven't paid attention because mostly it's the same teams every year. Yeah. Yeah. Chiefs, Steelers, Packers are in the running, Seahawks. Okay. Saints. Saints about rounds it out. The top the four, top Typically four. the same teams, except the Steelers are a little bit more. And the Patriots are this, this year. So. Patriots, no? No. No. Hard no on them. Hard and, and, and if you said that they were going to win, this this call would be over. Yeah, this, this, this episode <laughs> wouldn't be posted. I, I mean, they lost their the GOAT. They, well, as much right. as I don't like Tom Brady, he's kind of the GOAT. He's, he's very good. He's a GOAT. He's the GOAT. I'll say he's, that. He's a GOAT. He's a goat. a goat. He's a Billy Goat. <laughs> that mouth kisses his children. But <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the Browns. The Browns are winning the Super Bowl this yes. year. The Browns and the Packers are the Super Bowl. Yes, that would be an entertaining okay. ass Super Bowl. I'd, I'd, pay. I'd pay to see it. Yes. But with that, right. I've been Scooter. He's been J Dog slash Jake. And we've had Tommy Conquest. It's been a real pleasure having you yes. on. Hope we can do it again soon. Hope you enjoyed yourself. I have, and I will definitely do some more research on the NFL. There we go. Yeah, well, we'll, you we'll, we'll bring some more questions <laughs> next time, but it's been a pleasure. And this has been Beer with the Boys. Yes. Go go listen to Tommy Conquest. Go check him out on Spotify. The name is exactly how it's spelled. Go check him out on YouTube, Instagram, all social media. Check out his docu-series, Boys Cover Flowers. And, yes, and check it all out. Honestly, binge it. Go follow this guy, incredible human being. Uh, even if you don't follow him on an artist side of things, follow him on an individual per, uh, personal side of things. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna highlight your day. He's gonna, he's gonna make you happy. He's gonna, he's gonna put a smile on your face every damn day. Um, one of the most uh, positive individuals I've ever met. So, um, great having you on. Yes, it's been and, a real uh, pleasure. Yes, we can't wait to have you on again. Yes, can't wait. All right. May the beer be with you. And also with you. Appreciate you guys. It's been a pleasure. We appreciate you more.